0: hey everyone welcome to the huddle i am really excited to introduce a, a a guest to you today who is a new associate only now a few months but uh not new to what he has has been doing for the last few years and i'm excited to introduce to you dr john wigness warren uh you john dr wig all all the things i've heard you <laughs> called so far and we are so delighted to have you aboard and and know that you are a Walmart associate. We're all in this together. So welcome to Walmart, first of all. I appreciate it. Feel blessed to be here. Yeah, great. Well, it's good to have you. So let's let's start with your name for just a second. What do you prefer to be called? I've, I've had uh, all sorts of things people say over the years, I'd like to be called doctor, I'd like to be called John, I'd like to be called my last name, I'd like to be called anything but those. But you you go by WIG, so, so how'd that come about?
1: Yeah, WIG is uh, since the time I was in uh, second grade, and it's being repeated by my daughter now, who has her Gmail address is WIG. So I just shook my head that, that it's been like that forever.
0: Well, you know, when people mispronounce their names, I always think, well, I've been called worse, so it's okay. So it's okay. We'll take it. Well, you join um, Dr. Pegasus' team. Cheryl has been with us now uh, for several months, joined late last year, and she's leading the efforts in health and wellness. and. Um, what a time to be involved in, in in the public health area, and then work in a private company, what, try to do on the public markets, but be such a big part of a movement at at a time when when health is very uncertain for a number of people. What's it been like the last year or so, really?
1: The impression I've gotten is more from a personal uh, perspective. So you know, I'm a pretty avid hoops player, and I fractured my uh, cheekbone with a you know with an elbow, and I was telling some colleagues, you know, I got seen with. Within an hour or two, you know, I called a friend of mine. Uh, they shepherded me in. I got to the ER. They probably were scared of me, and you know, kind of did things really quickly. But when I thought about what would have happened to someone just coming in, that's you know, they would have been there probably all day. And um, and I think that's what we're finding. There's so much complexity, and there's so much information, and uh, people are really finding different avenues to try to, you know, trust what. Uh, what they're hearing, I think that for me is the the opportunity, uh, is that we really have an opportunity to simplify that and you know get care in a very, you know, efficient way and in a trustworthy way to to people. So that's sort of kind of how I boiled it down.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I do too. It's it's a complex system, big system, and the fact that we're local in five thousand communities and we have digital relationships with people. And being able to use intelligence, not only from humans, but, but help, let, let machines help us think through how to triage people and get them the best care and help them find the best path to a healthy diet and the things that we refer to as the social determinants of health that, that can affect populations. That's what I'm really excited about working on, um, you know, as you. Now you know, one of the, the things you mentioned there is, is there is all sorts of information in the world and I, I kind of joke to people sometimes. Just tell me the conclusion you're looking for, and I'll find you the story that proves you're right. And and it's 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 a bit true. It's it's probably it's probably a little bit of sarcasm built in there as well. But you know, how do you think about uh, getting to the right facts and the right set of truth at a time when there's so much information published by so many people, some that are quite qualified, some that aren't. Uh, but in the midst of all this, as as a person, as, as a as a Walmart associate now, and, and as a physician, how do you think about processing to get to the right answer?
1: It's going to be very challenging, I think, for all the reasons that you mentioned. You know, even from a clinical perspective, we see articles after articles coming out. And so even for someone who's used to reading this stuff, um, there's not always a central truth. I think for, for me, and one of the reasons I was so excited about Walmart is that there is a community aspect to care and to trust. And I think what we're seeing just uh, whether it's social media or the advent of digital health apps, people are more willing and want to trust uh, things locally. And so when you have the type of footprint um, that our company has, you really have the ability to go out and touch people at different parts in their journey. And And to me, that's the most exciting part of, you know what the framework is here is that you can completely reinvent what the door to healthcare looks like, and and build that level of trust where people might say like you know this is the the resource that we want to go to or this is the provider or this is the type of food. Um, but that's sort of I think the the opportunity.
0: That's exciting. Yeah, I I agree, and and we talk about um omni experiences, omni retailing, omni care, and you know let's just talk about what that means for a second. Omni is really just a word that represents the, the blending of the digital and physical environments. And over the last several months, really most of the year, we've had an omni-experience when it comes to healthcare with, with vaccines. Um, a person who can access their Walmart account, signs in, signs up, gets an appointment, has everything set up, ready to go, goes in, has the pharmacist or pharmacy tech administer their shot, and, and which is great to see, you know, so many pharmacists around the country practicing at the high end of their license and doing the things that they really probably got into the school to, be, for, to begin with was to, to do the most they could affect healthcare at the local level. So it's been great to see, um, obviously, the team step up. And, but when you think about, you know, the, the future possibilities for the blending of the digital environment and the physical environment, like you described local level, you know, what are the kind of things that inspire you?
1: you know, you have the ability to sort of push on a bunch of different levers. And so, for example, and we can go back to data, there is so much in the way of data beyond clinical data. And um, so, for example, um, we sit on a lot of consumer data, um, which obviously it's important to have the appropriate privacy controls, which we take very seriously. But when you begin to look at that data in aggregate, If I know somebody votes, I know that person is about five times greater uh, likelihood of opting into any clinical intervention I throw at them. And that might not be the person I want to focus on. And so when that person goes through the door, we can tell a little bit about their level of engagement. We can tell a little bit about, you know, the medications they're on. We know that, for example, even with mental health, which is a huge issue now for the country, if I drive um, adherence just to an antidepressant, just to that one medication I can actually change that patient's outcome completely. They're more adherent to their uh, their other medications, which could be very life saving. They're going to show up at work. They're going to be less likely to miss days, which which is really important. Um, there's a lot of things that you can start to push, and so omnichannel to me means what happens when that person goes through that door? Do they see the pharmacist? Is it a technician? Is it a certain specialty or provider? Is it a specific medication? And we have the power to do that. That's that's going to really change change care at least for the way we see it.
0: Yeah, def- definitely agree. And, and our people who are, are at the local level participating in so many things in the community. Just just this last that's last week, I was in in uh, a few of our stores and distribution centers, distribution centers in the state of Texas. And at the door, there were there were five different high school mascots. It felt like I was in the local community. The associates talked about how they were working together, changes they were making, and. And you just feel like you're part of the community for that hour or two, you get to be a part of their lives and, and it's great of them to let us in. But, you know, the last last thing I, I thought we could talk about is, is you know, your specialty. What is it? Um, how did you get to it? And and then how did you decide from there to migrate into all the other things you've done in your career and and now join us here at our team?
1: Yeah. So, you know, if you knew me back in, in high school, you would never imagine me over here. My parents were pretty, pretty worried about me. So I was sort of, you know, not as, as focused on school as I probably should have been. I was, you know, really into, into music and, and sports. And, um, and I just sort of started to find myself drawn to clinical medicine in college. Uh, My dad was a pediatrician. um, And I think that percolated in the background. And I just found, uh, you know, just helping people was, this is just—it felt good, and so as I got through my, you know, medical school, and still wasn't sure what I wanted to do, I uh, initially went into radiology, uh, got a little bored sitting in a room uh, looking at, at at X-rays, and I uh, happened to actually do a uh, radiology procedure for patients with kidney disease, and. And I got really excited because nephrology, the specialty I'm in, is very data-centric. Um, you can't, you know, back pain, for example, could mean a lot of different things to people. But with kidney disease, there is a lab test that will tell you, yes, you have this percentage of kidney function. And so that sort of aligned a little bit with my, uh, you know, personality and just kind of to really get to, to the answer and, and really help people. And, and that patient population too is... You know, a really uh, challenging patient population. It's uh, you know the lifespan of a dialysis patient is about five to seven years, and they're diabetic, they're hypertensive, they have chronic conditions, and so uh, you really feel like you're making a difference, and you really get involved in their completely in their in their care. Um, and so, um, so that was great. But I kind of wanted to do things more on a on a larger level, and so as I've gone through my career, it's. You know, I wanted to learn a little bit about everything. So I did some work in the pharmaceutical space and medical device and, and uh, the dialysis space. And then most recently I was uh, in the uh, the pharmacy space, which I love because you know, in with pharmacy, you know, you probably have the most touch points for a patient that you would ever have. You know, people come in to see their, their pharmacist probably more than they see their doc, and you can really influence their care. And so uh had a winding road, um, but you know, coming to Walmart was uh, something I wanted to do. I really wanted to get to a place where it wasn't the traditional approach to care and that, you know, there was uh, at least an approach to be more holistic, more local, and to be able to have all these different lovers, whether it's telehealth or the store, uh, pharmacists, pharmacy techs, you know, clinics, optical, um, you know, it doesn't get much better than that. And then you're sitting all this on all this data, which you can really you know, make some, make a difference. And and the pandemic, if, you know, if you think about the, the grand experiment, you know, that's, I think, why the company has been so successful is you're able to do something um, simply, uh, which is extremely complex and be successful at it. So I think, you know, Dr. Pegas, and, and you've done a pretty amazing job at, uh, with that.
0: Well, thanks thanks for that. And, I and, you know, glad to have you aboard. And, and I was just sitting here thinking, if you have teenagers that, that aren't all that you wish they were right now, don't worry, they'll be okay. They'll find their way. So, from music to basketball to broken cheekbones to nephrology, back to radiology, a lot of breadth uh, you've got in your background, and, and we're looking forward to you uh, to contributing here for a long time. Welcome, to Walmart, and and uh, thanks for joining.